If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome to another episode of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, for this Nintendo News Minute. And let's jump right into this thing. First up, Metroid Dread wasn't a chaotic project. Working with Nintendo was game-changing, says the devs. So jumping into the article here from Nintendo Life, it says when Metroid Dread launched back in 2021, it's fair to say that it completely reignited fans' passions for the franchise. It became the fastest selling entry in the series in the UK, US, and Japan, and currently stands as the best selling Metroid game of all times. In a recent interview with Game Reactor, Mercury Steam co-founder uh, Enric Alvarez discussed development of the game and played down the idea that the project was chaotic, emphasizing that the end result uh, stood as proof of the team's efficiency. Um, one of his quotes says, I don't think the development was chaotic. A chaotic development does not end with one of the best games in the franchise. It doesn't end with a game that has sold more than 3 million copies. It doesn't end with a game that has won TGA awards. That's all I have to say about it. Um, Alvarez also spoke about Mercury Steam's relationship with Nintendo during the development of Dread, stating that working with the team in Japan was a game-changing experience. He says it was a hell of an experience working with the best and trying to be up to the task of reaching the super high standards of Nintendo. It was heaven working with them. We worked very closely with the Japanese team, meeting every week and visits uh, every so often. It was incredible. A game-changing experience for us. Uh, the article continues on. It says, as for potential future Metroid games for Mercury Steam, Alvarez understandably refrained from sharing anything that might hint towards new projects. But when uh, queried as to whether uh, Jose Luis Marquez, game, directors, uh, game director Metroid of Metroid Samus Returns and Metroid Dread was still with the studio, he simply stated, all I can say is that Jose Luis is still in the studio period um it's not a lot to go on as the article reads uh but it's good to know that the creative force behind the 2d metroid games is still working with mercury steam and now for me honestly i would love to see samus returns make its way over to the switch i think that would be a great way to hold us over until another 2d metroid was ready to go granted they do have a ton of assets from dread that they could uh, they could continue with and maybe we do see some remakes, but I don't think uh, Samus Returns really saw enough love just being on the uh, 3DS slash 2DS. And I would love to see it make its way over to the Switch. Continuing on with the news here, it says uh, Virtuos apparently working on Elder Scrolls Oblivion remake or remaster. I saw this. I saw this earlier on Twitter. Um, this is MyNintendoNews.com. It says the team at the acclaimed porting studio Virtuos is apparently working hard on a remake of the beloved Elder Scrolls uh, for Oblivion, which is which 
made its debut on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 back in 2006 and continues to be adored by RPG fans. It is not apparent whether it will be a full-on remake or a remaster at this time. Um, the hardworking development team is seemingly working on five different projects, with the main one being Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion. The development team is using a pairing system using both an Unreal Engine 5 project and the old Oblivion one. It is not clear when the game is due out, as it depends on whether it is a simple remaster or a remake. Unreal Engine 5. This could be this could be quite the project. And I I I believe that this is making its way over to you know, my Nintendo news, because there's a very real possibility that this game could potentially run on the Switch or the predecessor to the Switch, which we're going to be talking about a little bit later on, because of it being on Unreal Engine 5. And I don't know if you guys have seen much about Unreal Engine 5, but it is, quite honestly, it's unbelievable how how gorgeous uh, the games are coming out on unreal engine 5 is crazy to the point that i believe even even halo infinite there have been there have been talks of halo infinite being moved over to unreal engine 5 instead of their uh, their in-house engine that that halo is currently running on so i don't know about you guys i spent way too much time playing oblivion and if it was going to make its way over to the switch i would probably lose some more hours in uh, in that game again and I'd love to hear from you guys. We do have the polls in the uh, uh, over on Spotify, of course. So if you, uh, I would love to hear from you. Would you prefer to see a remake or a remaster of this one? For me, I would like to see a a full on a full on remake. Like, give it all the polish that it needs. Give it give it all the time it needs, and have it have it be something that could truly hold us over until the next older elder scrolls game is ready that's my preference but let me know your thoughts by heading over to spotify and leaving uh leaving something in the polls there super mario brothers wonder was rated by the esrb uh this is according to mynintendonews.com it says believe it or not there is less than a few months to go before super mario brothers wonder and we've officially um we will officially Really, uh, will be officially releasing exclusively on the Nintendo Switch. That said, it is now close enough to the game's October release that Super Mario Bros. Wonder will begin receiving um, ratings in various regions. For example, North America Entertainment Software Rating Board, or the ESRB, has now rated Super Mario Bros. Wonder. The game received a rating of E for everyone. According to the ESRB's rating listing for the game, players control characters from the Mario universe as they try to stop the villain Bowser. Players traverse whimsical environments while jumping on enemies' heads, throwing shells and objects at them, or tossing small fireballs to knock them off screen. Boss battles contain more involved combat against giant enemies that breathe fire and smash parts of the scenery. So that's, uh, you know, that gets me relatively excited. I mean, it's obviously nothing we probably didn't already know about Super Mario Brothers Wonder. But even just seeing the uh, the screenshot of the, the, the game's artwork again, seeing Mario as an elephant, seeing Luigi floating with his hat with the little worm on his back, uh, seeing a Goomba with the, with the, the toads, toad's hat on his head, and just the, uh, the Wonder Flower. I'm I'm so excited for this one. I cannot wait to jump into this game, and I'm I'm really looking, really looking forward to it. And I, and I hope it doesn't disappoint. I, I I don't think it's going to. I'm 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 
fairly certain that we are going to be in for a in for a treat with this one. I cannot wait to uh, to jump in personally. There is a rumor that a Pokemon Presents could be happening on August eighth. So this is a tweet from uh, it says Loris at Eternal Stay Zero. It says, um, "Oh wait, let's see. There's the the tweet is not in uh, not in English. So let me take a look at the article here. And it says August is almost here, which is typically when the Pokemon Company and Game Freak like to hold a Pokemon Presents presentation to provide some news and updates on their various projects. In fact, there has been a Pokemon Presents in August for two consecutive years now. So this rumor may not surprise you all that much." You see, a data miner looked through the files of Pokemon Master EX and discovered that there is stuff relating to a Pokemon Presents that is happening on August 8th. Obviously, this hasn't been officially announced, so it's just a rumor for now. But since this is a data mine, it's about as close as you can get to an official reveal without actually being one. We'll let you know when there's an official announcement, but for the time being, you can see the data miner's tweets from the matter down below. And so, sure enough, uh august august 8th looks like to be the date that we're going to learn more about the dlc for uh pokemon uh, uh what is it um scarlet and violet i'm sure we're going to see some dlc there and uh who knows there might even be some other project that we that we that we don't really know about i don't i don't know how that would work when it comes to the switch and the marketing of everything they really want to push that dlc so do they announce some kind of remake they did release Arceus in January, so maybe there is a chance that there is a there is a game similar to Arceus that comes out uh, that comes out in January of of twenty twenty four, while the DLC is uh, you know after we've probably all played through the DLC and and waiting for the next run, there could be another game that launches. That is a very real possibility. So we will just have to wait and see. In about a week or so, here we'll find out for sure. Um, what what to expect from from Pokemon? Sakurai talking about the next Smash Bros game, and he says next Smash will take some work to figure out exactly how to make that happen. Uh, My Nintendo News says the development of Super Smash Bros Ultimate included the release of new DLC fighters, and has been done for a while now. That said, even back when Sora from Kingdom Hearts was about to be revealed as the last character coming to the game, there was already fan speculation about what the future holds for Super Smash Bros. as a whole, where the series should go next. Well, Super Smash Bros. creator uh, Masahiro Sakurai has shared his thoughts about the matter in a new video that was released earlier today. In it, he reveals that Smash Bros. is a massive and important title for Nintendo, so it's fair to assume that there will be another one at some point, but it's going to take some work to figure out exactly how to make that happen. As for Sakurai himself, he said that for now, at least, I can't really imagine a Smash Bros. title without me. You might think that it's a natural stance for someone in my role, but I say so speaking objectively. I feel the same way President Iwata did when we formed the team for Smash Bros. Brawl. At present, we don't have someone who can simply take the reins. Nevertheless, Sakurai did mention that for my part, I'd like to keep working with Nintendo however I am able. You can see the video on my Nintendo News uh, and, uh, and, and, and see from, from Sakurai himself 
just speaking about Smash Bros. My gut feeling, my gut feeling, and I've mentioned it on the show before, is that going forward, Nintendo will be releasing a a ultimate version, if you will, of Smash Bros. Ultimate. Now, does that mean they work on some uh, network issues? I hope so. Fingers crossed. They sell the complete package. Right now, it's $120 to buy Smash Bros. and all the DLC characters. So they could do a, an HD version or you know, next-gen Super Smash Bros. Ultimate next-gen, if you will, uh, coming out on the, the Switch's successor. But is that going to be the case? Well, well, we'll have to find out. Last up, speaking of the Switch's successor, um, sources. This is from uh, videogamechronicles.com. It says, sources, Nintendo targets 2024 with next-gen console. Um, key partners have development kits ahead of planned launches. Ahead of planned launch, sources tell VGC. So this is development kits for Nintendo's next console are now with key partner studios with launch plan for the next year. Sources have told VGC, according to multiple people with knowledge of Nintendo's next gen console uh, plans, the company is likely to release the new hardware during the second half of 2024 to ensure it has ample stock available on day one and to avoid the kind of shortages seen with PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S. Although the specific details on the console are being kept closely guarded, those uh, VJC spoke to indicated the next-gen console will be uh, able to be used in portable mode similar to the Nintendo Switch. Two sources VGC spoke to suggested that the console would launch with an LCD screen instead of a more premium uh, OLED in order to bring costs down, especially considering the increased storage needed for higher fidelity games. The current Switch comes with just 32 gigs of internal memory, while many um, current-gen PlayStation and Xbox games are over 100 gigs. Uh, like its predecessor, the Nintendo console will also accept physical games via cartridge slot, the source the sources said. Other details, such as backwards compatibility, support for Switch games, physical and digital, remains unclear. Nintendo has said it wants to convert as many um, Switches uh, with the 100 million-plus user base as possible to the next system, although some uh, third-party publishers are uh, are said to have expressed concern that legacy support for Switch games could negatively affect sales of next-gen titles, and that's something to, that's something to think about too. I mean, look at the way the Xbox and the PlayStation were both kind of the PlayStation Five and the Series X were both held back from current gen, and it's a it's an issue. But if Nintendo follows the route that they've typically done in the past, their new games are not affected by the old games. Like I, I assume you fire up the Switch too. And when you do that, it would uh, allow you just to you know play play your Switch two games, assuming that's the name. And then if you put in a Switch one game, you would just it would literally open up the old Switch uh, uh, interface, and then you would play you would play your games that way. So hopefully, hopefully that is the case moving forward. With such a massive install base, though, I guess they would have to essentially make two. Um, uh, skews for uh, for a while have a switch two title plus a switch one title um, while they transition to the new the newer console but it is uh, it is going to be interesting to see how Nintendo tackles this um, 
there's a quote here. It says, I would generally say that looking at Nintendo's financials, it seems clear that it's time for a new piece of hardware in 2024. Uh, he said hardware is already projected to fall 16% year on year in the current uh, in the current fiscal, while minus for software is expected to hit 15.9. And this is uh, from Tokyo-based industry consultant, Dr. Sirkin Toto. Um, he goes on to say the only way to stop these losses from totally ballooning next fiscal is a new device in the second half of 2024. Sounds like a realistic window to me. Um, Reed Pop's head of games, uh, B2B Christopher Dring, told VGC that in that a 2024 release would fit with Nintendo's historical trend of launching hardware mid-cycle compared to PlayStation and Xbox. Um, the original Switch released over uh, three years after the PS4 and Xbox One, which proved to be an effective move for Nintendo. A second half 2024 release for the Switch 2 would be nearly four years after PS5 and the Series X and S. So we would we would see a similar mid-cycle launch um, for Nintendo. Uh, he said. He goes on to say, I would argue that unlike 2017, Microsoft and Sony's consoles still feel relatively new at the moment, partially due to component shortages slowing the rollout in the first two years and software delays, meaning we've not seen too many titles take full advantage of either PS5 or Xbox Series X. So it's so it's to be seen whether Nintendo will enjoy the same benefits. Uh, so, again, so much uh <laughs> so much going on there with uh with with the world of nintendo and um a potential new console launch uh in about about a year from now is what is what the 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 rumors are and uh it's really going to be interesting to see how they roll this thing out and again if you'd like to leave your thoughts you can head on over to spotify and um jump into the conversation there of course you're welcome to jump into the discord as well and 64josh.com slash discord we would love to have you thank you guys so much for listening and uh, we will see you in the next one bye everybody